<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong. in your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen. I am the loaf, and with me, Dr. Zahn. I'm in a shit mood. Work blows. My life blows. Fuck everything. Zom, how are you, sir? Ditto. (laughs) We watched a couple of shitty movies. Oh, wait. uh, Great movies this week. Um... Uh, the Stranger and the Gunfighter. We're doing the... This is a, a, a Shaw Brothers genre mashup double feature. We have uh, The Stranger and the Gunfighter, or El Karate, El Colt y El Impostor. Oh, yeah. And The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. The brand will be interested in that one, as it is a joint Hammer production with the Kush. We'll get into those shortly. Tom, how was your week? It was a bad week. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm hoping that I don't have like a brain tumor or something. Um, I'm feeling a little, a little ill, yeah? Well, missed a couple of days of work. Uh, just feeling kind of dizzy. And, uh, um, you know, I, I uh, am a man. So going to the doctor uh, is usually not Not something. on the docket. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, Yesterday I felt better, and I actually went out and mowed my lawn in three spurts of blasts of energy, which pretty much wiped me out. But then um, I feel better. I I don't know. I don't know what it was. I I um, like an example. Um, sometimes I would start walking and kind of walk like like I was a little bit drunk. And then I was sitting on the toilet, and I reached for, I think, a comic book or something, and I started to, like, fall off the toilet. But, uh, I, you know, not, like, really bad, but I, like, uh-huh. I was like, whoa, you know, something's not right here. But I think it, I think it was, like, a, a, an, an ear thing, mm. uh, which can throw your balance off. Because I checked my blood pressure and everything. Everything was fine. It's just something was weird, and it was like, okay, um, if it, if it gets worse, I'm going to go to the doctor, and I put it off, and then I put it off another day, and then I put it off another day, and I'm like, eh, fuck it. You know, and, then, and to be honest with you, if, they, if, I, if I find out tomorrow that I'm, like, dying, I don't care. Well, um, I'll, I'll, what I ask of you is this. If you do find out you're dying, just try, <laughs> try to let me know so I'm not, like, waiting around, waiting to record next week. <laughs> 
Because that would that would oh, really that would really I'll be a pain in the ass till the bitter end. <laughs> Maybe you could die on the on the air. That would be it. Would be good for business. It would. We might get up to twenty listeners. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We got some more listeners. Try to make we it to have... episode one hundred. We'll make that our big our big. Finale. What episode is this? This is ninety three. Jesus Christ! I this know. is path- a fucking pathetic display <laughs> of. I don't know. This experiment has went on way too long. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Stupid. Yeah. Well, the the missus had a little surgery this week, so that was kind of my week helping her. It wasn't anything serious. She had a little wrist problem, and uh, they worked on that. So that was that was a that was a part of my week was kind of helping her deal with life with one hand for a few days. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, and she's gone on vacation now to go visit her sister and stuff since she can't work. So, of course, uh, now with my time off. Um, oh wait, no, never mind. Every Is day she's gone, I have to fucking work because you're a lot, You're you're not used to being by yourself. No, I, it's it's that I am by myself and I can't spend any fucking time because all I'm doing is fucking working the whole time. Yeah. I work every day between her leaving and her coming back. So, mm. fuck that shit. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Fucking work. Yeah, just got just my hair cut and it's it's just life. You know, I saw a thing where I think somebody posted something where it said like Jean Claude Van Damme or somebody said something about uh, when you run out of challenges in your life, you might as well be dead. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I haven't had a challenge in fucking forever. (laughs) The biggest challenge of my life is not headbutting some stranger in the face on a daily basis. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's fucking, this is just pointless. (laughs) The whole fucking charade. So what have you been watching this week? Well, I've got a short list here, but it's some prime stuff. Um I watched uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Yay! I love that fucking movie, and I still love it. Um, I love everything about it. I like uh, Gene Hackman is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He's a shit, and I like when he calls Danny Glover Coltrane and <laughs> asks uh, his son. He goes, "So what do you think about that that big black buck?" And he's like, uh, "What?" And he goes, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> you know, just like let's shit like that out. Um, Everybody in it's fucking good, and it's a good it's a good movie. I've watched. I got it. I got like the the fucking uh, Criterion of it or whatever. Yeah. And but still, for some reason, I rented it so I could watch it. <laughs> so you didn't feel like going to find the disc, so you yeah. It. Well, you know, I put all that shit in those big Tupperware thingies or whatever, mm. and and uh, so it's like, goddamn, I might as well just threw all that shit in the trash because I'll never go through those big fucking bins. They're, it's it's a hassle. Ship them to me. I'll do something with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love that movie, and I could watch it a bunch of times. I like the, I like watching the director's commentary and shit, and uh, it's just fun. It's yeah. funny. It's fun. And someone said that they didn't get it. They said, is it supposed to be a comedy? And I'm like, well, it's, it's whatever you take from it, you know. Um. Let's see. I watched The Gambler with James Caan and Paul Sorvino and Lauren Hutton. And boy, this is a fucking... Uh, it's a good movie. You need to watch this movie. I will. Because it's, uh, you know, James Caan had a period where he made some uh, movies that weren't like the biggest critical successes uh, mm-hmm. compared to like, you know, Goddamn Godfather and some of the other shit he did. But those fucking movies are good. I mean, he... 
I think that you know people because he was like a sex symbol back then, and they they wanted to see an action sex symbol kind of a thing, and he took some chances, and those movies are good. So anyway, that's the Gambler, and it's about gambling. Um, I watched uh, an, another movie from that era, Ira, and it's called uh, Scarecrow with uh, Al Pacino. And uh, Gene Hackman are the two stars. And Richard Lynch is in it, too. Mm. Um, now, um, let's just say, I don't, I don't know. It's, <sighs> it was all right. Um, it was good. It was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, okay. Al Pacino's really young. Gene Hackman's pretty young, too. Uh, Richard Lynch, uh, if you want to see Al Pacino either get fucked by Richard Lynch or Richard Lynch trying to fuck Al Pacino. I'm not saying it's in this movie, but you know, this was worth watch. Um, it's okay. Uh, not great. Um, now the next movie I watched, I have never seen. Are you there? I'm here. Are you dead? Uh, no, I, I thought maybe we got cut off. Only spiritually. Was, oh, Okay. <laughs> The next movie I put off and put off and put off, and I don't know why, because I like John Huston's movies uh, where he directs. He usually picks some pretty odd shit, and this was odd, and it's called Wise Blood. Um, I cannot express to you how much you need to watch this fucking movie. Wise Blood. Wise Blood is fucking... Noted. Goddamn fucking... Just weird odd it's it's so in our wheelhouse that i fucking i can i'm i like want to flick myself in the balls for fucking putting off and not watching it i'm serious it is fucking good maybe we could it, we could uh do you do you like the movie um um um, um the one with duvall where he plays the preacher i've never seen that one mm-hmm. maybe we could double that but this is um it's just fucked up. <laughs> got Harry Dean Stanton in it, and you like him. Yeah. And he is awesome in it. And, um, oh, let's see who else is in that motherfucker. That goddamn fat guy that got fucked pig style in the <laughs> And Beatty is awesome in it. It's really good. It's just different. And uh, I think it's on Criterion, too. But goddamn, what yeah. What if it's on Hulu? Hulu's got a lot it of Criterion. It's really good. I will watch it again. I'll probably buy it. That's how good it is. And I'll buy it, and then I'll rent it, uh, even though I own it. I watch Breaking <laughs> Dose again uh, because I like wrestling. And for some reason this week, you know, I kind of got into a wrestling thing, and, and that kind of stymied some of my movie watching. Ooh, it's on Hulu Plus. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that. You'll like it. Yep. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's weird. It's just, uh, it's so different. Ugh, you watch it. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, um, sorry, <laughs> oh. people. I burped and I hate women. <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched uh, Ricky Dozan. And um, that, I kind of think for some reason, it spring, it, that either springboarded my wrestling thing or vice versa. Because mm-hmm. I've been watching some wrestling on DVD. Uh, nothing new because it all sucks. But um, and I don't care what Justin or any of them say. That shit's garbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I listened to um, 
some podcasting. I listened to some Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema, and uh, and I listened to Film Rave and uh, some other stuff. Um, I listened to podcasts, and and I really like the ones that like. I don't want to make a comment because I was just getting ready to try and say something smart ass that will be like an insider joke. But yeah, I'm not we'll feeling very clever right now because I'm looking at pictures of Joan Jett and her nipples sticking out. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the last thing I watched uh, other than the uh, On the Road with the Honky Tonk Man, which is fucking awesome. I love is that a shoot? Honky Tonk Man. Is that a shoot? It's uh, kind of a shoot. They they just pick him up at the airport because he's going to a show, and then he talks while they're riding in the car. And it's basically like you're sitting in the car with Honky Tonk Man while he just bullshits. They nice. stop at a Seven Eleven and get some fucking coffee and donuts, and <laughs> then they go to a show. And they show it's like an indie show in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. they're behind the scenes. And they show him like sitting there with his big fat belly and uh, putting the tape around his wrists and lacing up his boots and talking about. Rick Flair and Hulk Hogan and then motherfucking Jerry Lawler and combing his hair and shit. It's just kind of cool. So I watched that like about three times. It was you ever have something where you um you you put something in the DVD player and like you might fall asleep to it like ten times, but it just <laughs> it's for some reason it's soothing. Like it's yeah, funny yeah. to say that Honky Tonk Man was soothing to me, but it relaxed me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the last thing I watched was my Blu-ray of No Country for Old Men. Yeah, uh, all the extras and uh, Jesus Christ, man, that fucking movie's awesome. And uh, it's so Javier Bardem is so weird <laughs> that he just is. It's great. It's the greatest weirdness, and and uh, I would never have hair like that. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Let's see. Um, I watched a couple things. Um, well, I finished up a couple of uh, a couple more storylines in old Doctor Who uh, season thirteen. See um, that guy is quitting Doctor Who. Yeah, they- Matt Smith is leaving. They, they they do that. I mean, a lot of a lot of the guys. I, I know Ecclestein had an issue with the way the show was done, and that's why he left so early. But you know, I think it was Tennant's choice to leave. But pretty much, it's always the guy's choice to leave. Not. Yeah. Not, not so. I think it's just you know it'll be, I think like four seasons he would have been on, which is a pretty good run. So that's kind of like that's kind of like the, uh, the thing. I mean, it's been that way for a while with everybody. They they come and they go, but yeah. you know, they usually pick good good uh, good people. Yeah, yeah. So I watched the Terror of the Zygons. I don't know if I mentioned that one last week, but the finished that one up. That was uh, it was an alien invasion storyline with um, some really really cool like octopus like alien costumes on the on some of the the aliens which was pretty neat um and then uh that gave uh, me a cold chill i don't know <laughs> and then planet of evil um where they actually go into like uh talking about antimatter and stuff and i was just having a conversation with about antimatter with some people at work last week and how like when i first learned about that shit how it just blew my mind and um it was crazy that a television show was using antimatter as a subject matter back in the mid seventies. So I don't even know when antimatter became just like a pop culture thing, but, but it, you know, it's pretty good. So God, you guys have like some big brain conversations at work. 
Well, it was probably it it, it. it comes down to the same kind of thing. I don't think it was a big brain conversation. It probably just involved me saying that shit blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'll, I'll continue that. Like I said, uh, Daily Motion. If you like some old Who, it's on there. So um, let's see. As far as movies go, uh, let's see. I watched. Oh, I watched uh, kind of randomly because I. I don't know. It's been one of those. It's been one of those months where I've just been like, you know, I didn't feel like doing anything. Um, I played. I've been playing some video games and stuff like that and reading. But uh, I, I sat down finally and watched uh, Cobb with uh, t- with Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is pretty fucking good. Yeah, Cobb was, was really a piece of shit, man. <laughs> yeah. And I never. I don't know how accurately, and I don't know how how close anyone could have gotten you know 30 years after the guy died but i don't know how accurate tommy lee jones was as as Cobb. for some reason i never imagined ty Cobb being the so animated and he definitely was kind of this really ridiculously crotchety old man at this point but like you know he's very crude and everything like that and i I don't know he it i knew i knew about Cobb's issues and his you know his racism and his temper and all that, but I never realized he was so as as outgoing and stuff as he was portrayed in this movie. So, um, it, so I learned something too. Okay, uh, really good. It's uh, it's really good, and uh, I love the arguments between him and the guy that was working <laughs> with him, the 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 black dude that would work in his house. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved when they all laughed at the line when he's like, "So and so was so fast. He once hit a line drive up the middle and hit himself in the old in the, in his own head, running to second. Coop Papa Bell. <laughs> um, I watched uh, on the recommendation of CDR a very divisive movie, uh, the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it the, fucking scared me. I, I I was like, it is on instant watch. I think I might watch it just so we can talk about it on the show. And then your reaction just kept saying, "Dude, you're gonna fucking hate your." I, you're gonna I, I, I think you might hate this movie. Um, this the, the, this movie is well. Okay, I don't understand. After seeing it, I don't understand exactly why Chris thinks it's so hilarious. <laughs> Because it's, it's like the kind of movie you're watching and you're wincing, like you're just like, oh god, because you know people like this, mm-hmm. and they, I guess they, they, like in the in the synopsis, they're called Brooklyn hipsters, but they're all, and they look like a stereotypical hipster, but they all seem to have lots and lots of money, and I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a. Well, don't a, all you hipsters have money? Yeah, no, I wish. <laughs> uh, the but all you hipsters. But he's just so like it's. Does he? Do they just get around? I mean, it's like it's like a reality thing, and they just get around and act like assholes to people. Almost. It, it's 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 done that way where it's there's not really a plot to it. Um, but they're all sitting around and you know like it, they show a scene with a party and he's talking to this girl and he's so drunk and he's talking to, like he's trying to be all deep and he's talking about how, uh, you know. Hitler might have had some good points kind of thing. Like he's trying to make that argument. Mm-hmm. And they're just all assholes and they have no idea that they're assholes. And CDR just I think he has a higher tolerance for <laughs> for fucking for, for alcohol goofball people. Uh, they're not, it's not even that they're goofballs. If you see it go ahead and watch it and see what you think. I don't but, even, I don't 
Because, I mean, it's like, I don't want to waste my fucking time. Eh, it's only like it's an hour and a half. You'll be fine. And, he, and you'll get an sure. idea. You don't need to watch the whole thing to get an idea of how the movie's going to oh, flow. Okay. Well, that's so good. Once you get through about 20, 30 minutes, you'll have an idea of what the movie's going to flow like. And then I can watch Honky Tonk on the roof. Go, go back and get a sleep to Honky Tonk. Yeah. Yes. Um, the best part about right now is, is that my cell phone is in the other room on the kitchen table and the alarm is just fucking blaring. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know. It's I time to record. <laughs> So, yeah, hey, it's nine o'clock. Let's record. <laughs> um, so Probably I don't know. Uh, so I you hated it. I didn't but hate it. You said you didn't hate it. I after didn't hate you it. Made me think you hated. I hated the people. I don't know if I hated the movie. I don't even know if I liked the movie or disliked it. But I definitely, I definitely didn't hate it. So it's you just don't want to hang around with those people. No, right? no, God, okay. no. They fucking get on my nerves. It'd be like horror hound again. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what? The um, and the the only other thing I watched was uh, was Convoy with Chris Christopherson and fucking uh, Ali McGraw with a horrible haircut Ugh, and uh, Ernest Borgnine and and Burt Young and this thing was fucking full of people. Now I was excited to see this. I'd spent in my instant mess in my instant message my instant watch queue for. For quite a while, and I finally sat down with it because I love a lot of things about it. But man, this movie was not that good. No, it wasn't. Um, Disappointment. When I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, they're making a movie about Convoy," and I loved that song so much. I had the forty-five. I played it a million times. It was in the <laughs> truck driver thing, and I watched that thing, and I still don't like it. Yeah, it's just misses on every. Uh, it does. It does. There's, there's something I, I like. I really like Chris Christopherson, but something about him doesn't work. Like I've seen him be. Well, well, fuck. We we reviewed Blade, man. He like totally like right, his Blade character runs circles around fucking Rubber Duck. I don't know. It's there. It is. <laughs> It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... It's, it's like miscast. I mean, I, it, it, like I said, I, I even said on the, on the fucking... Uh, one of those groups, it probably wasn't ours because we don't talk about movies, but, um, <laughs> you know, I could have seen like a fucking young Burt Reynolds or something like that playing, you know, because it, the, the whole song and everything is like, to me, it's like a country thing. I would much, much rather watch... Um, Smokey and the Bandit and oh, yeah. or Vanishing Point than this. And it has elements of both. Fucking highballing with Jerry Reed was better. I mean, how they yeah. could that Jerry Reed play the fucking... I did it, like that. Chris is too. just too much of a, of a intellectual hippie guy. You know, yeah. I, I didn't see him as being a truck driver, you know, or... I don't know. I, it didn't work for me. I, I, I liked some parts of it. The fucking... Some of the stunt driving was pretty incredible, but... Yeah. The movie itself was... I don't know. I, I don't. I won't watch it again. Too much. Uh, I think that was during the the big time uh, peck and paw cocaine stage. <laughs> oh yeah, something. somebody was saying in our group that um, somebody who was I don't remember who it was, but some pretty much somebody else ended up directing the whole thing because he was. Yeah, so they said every, everybody was so fucked up that it was and Ally McGraw. Bleh. Yeah, yeah. She's just a piece of wood. Steve McQueen must have. It would be like, I mean, uh, what the fuck was he thinking? He could have gotten so much tail. Jesus. Well, he did. I mean, he still. Did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. He was a honey badger. He didn't give a shit. I mean, really. 
Um, but yeah, that was it. That that was uh, that was it for the week. Uh, I'd have told Robert Evans, Jesus Christ, can I trade this fucking back in? <laughs> so I don't know. I might. I've gotten I've gotten back in a little bit of a mood of watching some movies, so I might go back to it, even though I got to fucking work early in the morning tomorrow. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All work and no play. Yeah. Yep. Um, and don't don't forget when the cat's away, the mice will play. Too. I just yeah, I've just been I just been <laughs> fucking just burnt out on pretty much everything. I start something and I end it in five minutes. So a movie that caught last an hour and a half or two hours has definitely not been in my wheelhouse lately. So I don't know. Well, what's going on. when you said when uh, the two that we're going to review, yeah, I'm not going to say which one, but I was like, Ugh, and you were like, don't worry, the other one's better. I thought you meant that it was going to be good. I didn't know that. The other, the other one's better means it's shorter. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, let's take a break and come back and do the shittier of the two uh, the shittier of the two movies. <laughs> and we'll see we'll see what it is when we come back. <laughs> we'll be right back. In a world that has a country called England, three cinephiles battle weekly against the onslaught of movie releases. They review, dissect, and discuss until each is defeated. Jordan is the host. Ian is the sweary one. And Noel is the grandpa. And together they are the 35 millimeter heroes. Dig it, bitches. which one it was the stranger and the gunfighter from 1974 aka the turd the turd the cult and the turder (laughs) a martial artist joins a hard-hitting gunfighter in the search for treasure while bandits step into their way yeah they sure did that's what they did all right (laughs) this is starring lee van cleef Lee Low or Low Lee, I like him, um, and some other motherfuckers. Uh, Zom, hey, I watched this. What did you think of this movie? Um, okay, I'm gonna be serious now. Okay. El karate, el cort y el impostor, 1974. Uh, um, 
Shaw Brothers must have decided, you know what? Yeah, we've been making all these kung fu movies, which are pretty good and uh, interesting and fun. And let's branch out and make some turds. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, Lee Van Cleef, well, you know, people in our circles know Lee Van Cleef. I mean, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and uh, other Lee Van Cleef movie stuff. Uh, westerns and squinty eyes, and he's kind of got that, I don't know, rat-like face. Yeah. But, you know, he... but. This movie is like the bastard stepchild of Red Sun, which, which was good. Have, which we have reviewed. Yeah, which was actually good. Um, but, hey, bless their hearts. They tried, <laughs> they tried really hard. Now, now this, this movie is directed by uh, Antonio Margaretti. And Margaretti. He, he, he certainly is not known for great movies. Yeah. <laughs> He did. I think he did your. <laughs> no, well, no. Come on, now. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did he direct here? I'm gonna look through. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna find some other well, stuff. Well, Ark of the Sun God, which is not good. Deal is though. Um, whereas Red Sun had a few comical things like um, Charles Bronson getting living fucking shit. Beat out of him <laughs> and flipped around uh, by Toshiro Mafune. Um, this one goes more for it's it's really lighthearted and goes for <sighs> the uh, the laughs, including uh, you know I'm surprised there were times where someone would get flipped or something that they you know they'd have sound effects in it like wow 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 and 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 really. Um, kind of carefree uh fun loving i guess uh mm -hmm. music which yeah. you know ooh. the music was really bad because the yeah. music wasn't and i'm i'm curious if when this came out wherever it came out first if cuz this was a i mean this was released by like paramount or something here um but i'm curious if when it was released in europe if it had different music maybe they put this money this movie in for i don't know I don't know, man. Well, you have the, the, when it starts out, you have this little dude. Okay, now if anybody that's a, a listener Columbia, of ours, Columbia Pictures released this in the United States. Yeah, well, uh, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they made a mint. Now, this would be one that would be like a uh, that they would show as a double feature at a drive-in or something, you know? Yeah. Back in the day, I think. Um, but. Uh, for all the wrestling fans out there now, you know some of you who know like um, Memphis and Tennessee wrestling. There's this little dude, and he looks like the the old wrestler Tojo Yamamoto. Okay, and he's going around, and he's you know basically <laughs> stooping, uh these redheaded. You know, pretty hot for you know for for the old west and stuff like that. The the chicks and and the whores that are in the wait a minute. Oh, I just had to have a silver and gold moment, Daddy. BB <laughs> fighting in the uh, computer chair. Um, now, but but he is this little ball headed dude, uh, Japanese dude, Chinese, whatever, same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's going around, and I, and at first I was like. Wait a minute. Okay, now is he 
bucking these women? Because it was kind of odd because, like I said, I mean, he's like a little ball-headed, short, round, kind of Asian man. And, uh, <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> nah. And uh, he's, he's getting with – and for the most part, I think all of them are, are redheads, which I like. And uh, they all kind of have the uh, Old West uh, regalia, uh, as the hoes did back then with the pantaloons or whatever and all that shit. But um, then it, at first you don't know what's going on, and he keeps like he keeps checking their asses with this like uh, little magnifying glass. Little jeweler's thing. glass, whatever yeah. thing's called. It's like, hey, what's that guy doing with the girl's butts for? <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> so... Uh, then some shit goes down, and pretty much the whole movie um, is uh, his. Isn't it his nephew? Yeah, yeah. Low, low, Lee plays Lo-Li. his his nephew from China. Now, yeah. it's he gets word because I don't. I, I won't say how, say why, but basically his uncle Uncle Wang. <laughs> he <laughs> Wang. He. Uh, <laughs> he passes away unexpectedly. Yes. And apparently he owes some money or he's borrowed money to go to America or something from these rich guys in China. And the only relative is Loli's character. Now I like Loli a lot. He's in, he's in a ton of Shaw brothers shit. He played, um, uh, he played bad guys, good guys, whatever, but he's always, he's, he was pretty fabulous. And, He's a really good martial artist, and you fucking don't see that in this movie. But um, they they basically say, you know, hey, uh, I forgot his name in the movie. Hey, guy that Lo Lee is playing, uh, <laughs> we need you to go. <laughs> we need you yeah. to go. We need you to go to America and figure out where the fuck this idiot Wang was keeping this money, cause, or otherwise I'm gonna do something. I don't remember what the repercussions were. So yeah, that's like kind of the story. So now uh, Lo Lee. Uh, has to go to America and look at women's bottoms or yeah, asses. I, mean, it, it's like a run, I guess kind of a running joke. And and I mean, I could see like uh, like my dad if he would watch this when we were kids. He would watch some fucking movies and he'd be like, "Oh my god, this is horrible!" And he'd be like, "Oh, it's good." <laughs> and um, like just the fact that they they're showing these girls butts and stuff like that, it, it, I'm sure he would have been shitting himself. <laughs> So anyway, which means not good, but they, they, <laughs> the asses look good. I mean, how could you go wrong with like you know? It's like wow, you know, okay, but but it was a little too um, a little too uh, kind of cutesy, cutesy. But now they throw in, you know, like I said, it's kind of like uh, uh, Bronson and Tashiro Mifune. You have the gunfighter that teams up with the chopsaki guy. You know, for yeah, use of yeah. a term, and uh, they have an uneasy alliance. But they're going to go and try and figure out. Uh, uh, um, I need something to drink. But anyway, they um, they go on this uh, kind of quest yeah, yeah. to look at girls' buttholes, and because uh, <laughs> they have to get and, some information from yeah, yeah yeah little little things here and there. They like say, oh well, I'm a do-, you know we're doctors or whatever and stupid shit. Um, but meanwhile, then all of a sudden they 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 kind of branch out and have this like a side story of these this other guy that's on the prowl that's looking for the treasure too. Now this guy looks like a fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> 
you know, he's supposed to be evil, but he wears this black hat that looks like something like the flying nun would wear. <laughs> uh, when he's I, real religious. When I first thought, when I first thought saw him when he stepped off. Now he comes out where he's he's driving this like mobile church, which was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it that, like that was a cool idea because it was like two stage coaches built together with like a roof and all these horses pulling it and it was a church it had stained glass windows and everything that was pretty that was pretty awesome it was huge and his name was deacon and he would just quote bible verses he was a he was a pretty cool character even though he did look kind of lame because he did he was wearing a big black sun hat yeah it was stupid looking <laughs> but and he, that- uh, but yeah he he uh when i he, when i first saw him i thought he looked like lanny poffo <laughs> <laughs> he did look like Lanny Papa <laughs> with black eyeliner. Yeah, I was but, waiting for him to start reading Bible verses off of Frisbee. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this great big, like, um, I guess the guy's supposed to be like uh, a, a Native American, but he's looked like a cross between a Native American and Giant Baba. <laughs> and he's supposed to be like this badass. And he wrestled like El Gigante. <laughs> yeah. He was, had bo- a, he was bad. Well, they had like a carny thing where. Oh, if you can get in here and go, you know, last with the champ, we'll give you so much money and everything. But I guess he kind of has a an alliance with uh, Lanny Poffo. And so anyway. Leaping Lanny. Leaping Lanny, who could suck his own pecker. <laughs> <laughs> so they go off. I wonder if he still can. You think he's still he's flexible? He's very flexible. <laughs> he used to do a commercial for, uh, I don't know if it was for the Gazelle or something like that. And he could still do like a goddamn uh, handspring and shit. I wonder if I wonder if he uh, if he was just like hung like a moose too. If that helped? Uh, probably. I mean, I, I imagine it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't think I'd even want to, you know, suck my own dick, even if I could. Nah. Uh, the only question for me in that case is not if I would or not, is if I would spit or swallow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I wonder if Randy Savage could suck his dick. I wonder if Randy Savage could suck Lanny Poffo's dick. Whoa. Whoa, wait. Now it's just getting out of hand. So anyway. Hogan. Hogan. So anyway, I got a peanut. Um, (laughs) Peanut dick? They are on like a parallel quest. So when when uh, I almost said Lee Marvin, but when Lee Van Cleef and Low Lee, God, I wish it was Lee Marvin. Yeah, Lee, Van go, Cleef wasn't very good in this. Nah, but I mean, he's he's just he's, not. He's better when he's like a. Guy. Yeah, he's better when he's like the because he, he, he his charisma doesn't come from like cool like delivered lines and being like the hero and stuff. I feel like his stuff comes from when he's like a kind of a bastard or. But I think you know. I mean, the the material is fucking pretty shitty. Well, yeah. <laughs> but um, they go looking at girls' buttholes, and um, then <laughs> the other guys show up right after, and they're looking at the girls' buttholes. And a lot of the girls are like, "Oh, look at my butthole!" Bee. And the one girl, it. she has like, I mean, it, it was it was disappointing because you know I like I love girls' butts. And this one had like so much writing on her ass. Like every guy that fucked her, she'd have him sign her ass like a like an autograph, which now, is weird. Okay, so I was curious about that. Were those tattoos for one? I don't think so. I think she just she just had him sign it. Okay, so then the, then the, that comes down to two things. 
did she bang that many guys that day that the, all of them had written on her ass, or did she just not had has she not been washing her ass? No, I think she banged that many guys that day. I mean, oh god, pretty much. She's just working there to to get fucked, and anybody that has probably a couple of uh, nickels to throw together could go up there and ream out her big old fucking trash can size hole. She did have she did have a good jiggly butt though. Yeah, I yeah. mean they all fucking pretty much did. Yeah, and so anyway. You have an inevitable thing, and and it kind of got to where like Lee Van Cleef seemed disinterested, yeah, in the girls' butts. Like, I mean, at first he was kind of like, hey, 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 whatever. But then he just rather would sit out and drink some fucking booze or whatever while the whole charrette charade was going on. Oh, pretty much. I mean, it's a bunch of stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh. When what's-his-name shows up, the flying nun, Lanny Poffo, and fucking um, sitting Baba. Or Chief whatever. sitting Baba. Chief sitting giant Baba. They show up, and it's very, you know, you're going to have, you're, you're just going to have the fucking showdown between, because the guy, that, that, this, the, the real crazy preacher guy with the fucked up hat, He's kind of a, a, a badass. I, you know, I guess like a gunfighter. Yeah, everybody was scared of him. His name was Deacon. Yeah, he was, he was, he was a cool character. He was weird. And then Lowly's got to face off against this giant mongoloid. And so you have a fight there. I'm like you. I remember seeing Lowly in like the fucking Shaolin, you know, f- movies or whatever. Yeah. Or 36 Shaolin. All the they used to show that shit all the time on Kung Fu Theater. Uh, the 36th Chamber of the Shaolin and just a bunch of those fucking movies. And he was always good. But that's the thing that got me, and not to get into the next movie too, but I will just uh, te- just to make this comment. I used to watch fucking Shaw Brothers kung fu movies all the time. Any yeah. chance I got because they were always on kung fu theater uh, and either on the weekend and sometimes there for a while we were getting it like after school and everything. And I loved that shit. Yeah. I was very disappointed uh, uh, in the martial arts. I mean, the, the martial arts in this one were really fucking bad. The, the second of, one was a little better. Now, well, a little better, but right. not that. I mean, it's just kind of like half ass. And they were big, broad. Well, whatever. We're going to get into that. Yeah. But anyway, so um, there's not too much to say about this it's it i mean it wasn't it it was i saw a thing where it said that they cut off about goddamn i don't know how many minutes like 20 minutes off of this yikes uh so i think we got a short good and it was still (laughs) wasn't it close to like two hours or something no it was like an hour and 40 it was but it was um hour 41 i think it it just kind of got i couldn't imagine this turd being two hours long yeah but i think Uh. that's supposed Ugh. to be but um uh. it, the, the the gimmick of the girls um well they, there was elements of, a, of like italian sex comedies in it and yeah that, and that, not fucking funny at all but yeah, it really it just, wasn't and, and so then because it wasn't that funny and they i think they just thought okay here's gonna be the concept where it's gonna be like red sun except they're gonna be going around looking at girls asses Okay, but then that's all they had. Yeah, and then like Lowly would come up. He's like, "We're here to see uh, a woman's ass," and it, you know, it was almost like he'd almost say that, and you'd almost hear like, "Boing oing oing." oing. <laughs> I did like when uh, when he was gambling. That was pretty funny because yeah. you know, how he 
he used the abacus or whatever to to uh, to, uh, to count the cards and stuff. But I mean, it was like a a one trick pony, mm-hmm. and he just kept doing it over and over and over. And it would have been better if like if Van Cleef would have been like uh, when they would be looking at the girl's ass like to, as a gimmick to get to do that. Like Van Cleef would be sitting there like fucking the shit out of her doggy style. And then he'd come all over her ass, and then that guy would come I don't think they can and, show that, though. Huh? I don't think they can show that. I watch movies like that all the time. <laughs> not, made, not released by Columbia Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, it, it, it just... It, I've seen some spaghetti westerns that are lighthearted, and, and that... Um, and like I said, Red Sun is a, is a kind of a eats, East meets West thing that yeah. worked. Well, yeah, this, and Elaine Delon was in that one too. So yeah, this was just really kind of it, it was, missed, and um, it was boring. I think that in better hands, with a better story, Van Cleef and Lo Lee teamed up in a like more in a serious fucking badass movie. It would have fucking been great. Yeah, yep. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, let's see. Um, let's see if I have anything to add. Yeah, the wacky American music we mentioned. Like it just. It it needed some kind of different music. It needed more orchestral something or other. It needed to be a more serious movie. Yeah. Um, I did laugh a few times when, like, I laughed when uh, when uh, Van Cleef did the spit take a couple times when he kept drinking the shit that he didn't like. First, it was Chinese tea. He just poof, spits it everywhere, and then he uh, he says, "Do you have any Stop. liquor?" And he gives him uh, he gives him something made out of rice, and then he just poof, like spit takes that. He's like, "Oh, ladies drink, huh?" And then spits a big fireball into the fire. <laughs> that was pretty funny, but I, I laughed at something that probably wasn't supposed to be funny. Right before the big church comes rolling in, um, everybody in the town goes roll, goes running off. Somebody lost their hat in the process in the background and the hat was blowing down the road and the hat, I think, freaked out a horse because this horse started just like flipping his shit in the background <laughs> when the hat, the hat rolls by and this horse just starts freaking out in the background and that, that made me laugh too. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, um, yeah, there, there were some, there were some decent cinematography in it. Um, it had like European flourishes in it, which you don't see that a lot in the uh, in the Shaw Brothers movies. So it had that European feel to it at times with the Western style stuff. Like, um, you know, it was well lit. There's some there was a cool there's some cool lighting like later on when Van Cleef's like in this like dungeon type thing, and um, yeah. there's certain parts like his face would be lit in his hand and. I mean, was, he likes you know, showing off his tough tits. I'll he tell did, you that. and let me tell you, for a man of fifty, yeah. he, look, he looked pretty good. I've seen a couple of movies, and and he must he must have uh, has uh, an ego because I've seen some other westerns where he uh, he he uh, gets that shirt off and doesn't give a shit, man. No, and he was all sweaty suck on my tits. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean there was a cool there was a cool shot when uh, when Lee Van Cleef is caught around the neck with a whip. And the, the the you see all you see is his face in the frame and the whip and then the camera kind of like rolls down the whip and then rip, and then turns around to see who it is that's holding the whip. That was a pretty cool shot too. There was some there was a couple moments like that, and the, you know the finale wasn't too bad. I mean it was uh you get the you get the standoff between the people that are supposed to be and that kind of that kind of happens in the next movie too, but uh you know you get. Lowly and the other fighter guy, and you get uh, the, you know everybody's fighting that supposed that should be fighting each other, whose styles kind of 
work with each yeah, other. Yeah. There's a great moment when Loli like chops through the that that like pole Post. outside. That was pretty cool in slow motion and everything. The finale was all right. The movie was not. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you rate it? Two. <laughs> Two. And uh, that's and that's fucking man. Yeah, well, I, uh, it was, uh, yeah. Two. It was more disappointing for me than anything, but there was part. There were parts that I like, um, but still, I feel like in the realm of East meets West, it's one of the two best ones I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> As, but it's, and I've never seen fucking Shanghai whatever with Jackie Chan because that looked like a turd. Um, the between this and Red Sun, Red Sun's certainly better. Um, as far as a Shaw Brothers production, it is not good. Um, as far as a spaghetti western, it is not good. There were parts that I liked. I, I give it a, I get a four. It's a little less than average experience for me. It had its moments, but for the most part, it was kind of boring. So yep. and the, and the, there's really I was really hoping for some kung fu in this, and the most you get is just. I'll say this. Watching a lot of Shaw Brothers movies, you, you, you get a sense that a, a, a cinematic fighter is, you know, they could certainly be talented, but it really takes somebody that's able to accept their hits and their kicks to make them look really good. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem in this you know, with Red Sun, it was funny because you had Mafune and he was doing the samurai stuff. And samurais don't have kicks and punches and stuff. They flip people and, you know, yeah. guys know how to fucking fall on their back. This one, you had guys that were used to being cowboy actors. They take one punch and they go flying across a bar. Well, you have Loli doing his fucking crazy shit. And these guys would go flying like they just took like one stiff punch and it looked bad. Like it looked like he was missing by a foot and it just it didn't work. So... You don't see that when you're watching MMA. MMA. Let's take a break and come back and review another genre mashup. This being horror kung fu uh, with, uh, what the hell's the name of this movie? Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. We'll be right back. Do you like movies? Do you like podcasts? Do you like podcasts where a guy talks about movies? It's not that very encouraging, but okay. You should tune in to Justin Oberholter's Film Wave, where each week I reveal a couple of movies and whatever else comes to mind. Now, does that sound good? Really? What if I got you a celebrity endorsement? Hey, this is Sylvester Stallone. Listen to Justin Oberholter's Film Wave. This guy's the cinematicist. He watches all the films that star Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ah, much better. So tune in to Justin Oberholtz's Film Rave. Go to freakingawesomenetwork.com, filmrave.blitzen.com, or subscribe on iTunes. I fucking love this song.
Sounds like Rod Stewart a little bit. All right, next movie of the day. The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Zom, would you like to synopsize? Um, yes. Caught with the pants down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) synopsize. Seven golden. <laughs> I had it up. It's okay. God. It's okay. Cal- okay I gotta, I gotta, you got it. You got it. Okay. Count Dracula journeys to remote Chinese <laughs> village in the guise of a warlord supporting six vampires who are dispirited after the loss of the seventh member of their cult. At the same time, <laughs> 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 you know, just At the same time, vampire hunter Professor Van Helsing happens to be lecturing in the country and is persuaded. Um, by villagers to help them fight uh, the curse of the ages and stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it was up there, and then it wasn't. So this is a Co Shaw and Hammer production. Oh God, what the hell were they? Th- I mean, I, I mean, ugh. <laughs> I, I unlike Zom, I actually liked this one. So, um, but and that's on my review. So uh, next. <laughs> Um, the director of this is Feedback. Roy Ward Baker, um, who appears to have done mainly television. Um, I don't know that I'd seen anything else. He he did some earlier stuff in the fifties and sixties, but once the once the mid sixties hit, he was almost exclusively television. A night to remember. He did that, and that, that was, was the uh, wasn't cri- that the that was a, yeah, it looks like it was on Criterion too. Yeah. Huh. Action drama history. Um, the <laughs> so uh, in this one, it does star Peter Cushing as Van Helsing, a role that he was reprised many times, I believe. Um, but unfortunately, I guess Christopher Lee was getting ready for that turd of the fucking cross country racing movie that we reviewed instead of this. What was that? You remember that fucking like African race movie that he was in? Oh, with the big b- b- fucking uh, Darth Vader helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like it better than this. <laughs> oh God, no! No, yes, uh. I would watch that over both of these. Um, this also means, <laughs> over both of these. Um, this also stars David Chang, who um, he was the I guess the the Shaw entry into the. Uh, into the thing, he's he's not he's not as big of a face, I think, uh, for uh, kung fu cinema as Lo Lee was, but um, he had his fair share of roles. Um, but yeah, the guy the guy in this that plays Dracula, <sighs> he, <clears throat> I don't know, he just looked like a dude to me. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed with him. John Forbes Robertson is his name. I, I was really hoping for some Christopher Lee. I didn't really pay attention, but. Um, He's in quite a bit of stuff, and everybody. It looks like everybody in this movie is now dead. Isn't that crazy? They probably killed themselves. No, David Chang's still alive. Making it. Um, there was a there was a lady, uh, Robin Stewart, that played. No, that was his. That was that was a guy who was the who was the chick that traveled with him. What was her the name? The blonde Julie, with the Julie tits. Egg. Yeah, she played yeah. Vanessa Buren, also dead. Um, she oh she was a Bond girl. She was in uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. Um, so 
She, uh, but she, yes, she had a nice rack. That's really all she was uh, providing to the movie. Um, oh, and she's on the cover too. So just like a horror, uh, a hammer horror, you do expect, expect to see some cleavage. There's not a ton, um, but there's, she's definitely got some quality. Another thing that Hammer brings to it is is uh, the the tempera paint the tempera paint gore, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, there was quite a bit of gore in this, which was which was pretty good too. So in the in the um, the most gore you typically see in a Shaw Brothers movie is like a, a, a sword slash, and then as the person's spinning around and dying. This one actually had some like spurting wounds and and stuff like that. And I'll tell you what was really impressive to me. It looked low budget, but it was still kind of cool. Whenever the uh, vampires and now I was trying to figure out were the were the were they zombies or were they vampires that were coming out of the ground? Um, I guess they were zombies. Were the yeah, they were kind of the minions of the of the yeah yeah. And I, and I'll get into the I'll get into the plot stuff in a second. But the 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 when the vampires in particular would would die, I really liked the way that it looked like at that point an inflated skeleton that would kind of, it would like sag and like, like just deflate into the ground, which was kind of a cool effect. I thought that was pretty, pretty neat. So in this film, uh, as you synopsized already, um, it, it, it starts, it's, it starts in, uh, 1804 in Transylvania and you have a, um, uh, I guess a shaman. Now he's wearing Buddhist robes, but he's got really long hair and he's, through conversation you learn he's kind of a shithead because he <laughs> <laughs> he basically has used he 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 hangs out with seven vampires and uh but they've been uh defeated in some way and they're all hibernating essentially and this guy has walked all the way from China to Transylvania to ask Dracula for his help that's a long walk. That is a very long walk. He does look very tired, but his shoes don't look quite worn enough to have walked that far. Um, <clears throat> the, um, and I guess the, the, uh, the Transylvanians at this point are hip to what Dracula's been up to because they've surrounded his castle, apparently, with a bunch of uh, Christian altars and stuff that maybe he can't pass. I don't know. But there, he's, he's, got a, he's got his castle on the mountain, I'll tell you one thing I did take out of this, and I posted it on the group that it really made me want to start playing the game Castlevania again for Nintendo. <laughs> so I played that this week. Um, but the... Um, <laughs> yeah, I put one of my notes as some of the most realistic bats ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. <laughs> they don't even Strength flap their fucking up. wings. They're just, like, they're just floating, like hovering. They looked really bad. Um, so this some guy of the most their- realistic fishing line I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so he's asking for Dracula's help to awaken these vampires and Dracula being the dick that he is. Um, well, well, first of all, I always do like in Dracula movies, whenever Dracula or whenever a vampire does the, the rise from the coffin, like a stiff, the stiff board maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. When, like, you know, Undertaker did it from the waist. When Dracula does it from the feet, he's just like, like flips up. <laughs> it's always, it's always fun to me. But, um, I'm here. Yeah, this guy has this this guy has walked all the way from China to ask for Dracula's help and in true dick fashion Dracula's like, you know, nobody I asked for Dracula's help. I'm just going to steal your body and go yeah. and fucking do what you were going to do and use these vampires to rule over these these peasants. And that's what this guy was there for. Like he's used these vampires at, to gain power and everybody's afraid of him. But now the vampires are not around anymore, so he 
he's like, well, shit, nobody's listening to my orders anymore, so I'm going to get Dracula to help. Well, Dracula's like, fuck you, nobody asked for my help, but that's a pretty good idea, so I'm going st- to steal your idea <laughs> and go be you in China for a little while, um, which is kind of a cool little twist. I think that was just to get rid of the shitty actor that was taking what's-his-name's place. <laughs> yeah. He was a lot, he, he wasn't nearly as tall as Christopher Lee, and he had a, I don't know, he had a weird face. George Hamilton was a fucking better fucking Dracula <laughs> in Love at First Bite. Um, I love the nightlife. I bet Dracula would bang the girl you wanted to ask out too. That's a, that's the kind of that's the kind of guy he is. I want, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a <laughs> cock blocker. Yeah. You're like Dracula. I really need your help getting this chick, and he's like, "Hey, she's hot. I'm gonna go fuck her. You motherfucker. I'm helping you do shit. <laughs> and not only that, but I'm gonna steal your fucking girl. <laughs> so, Thanks, Dracula, you motherfucker. I didn't know exactly what the vampires Shark. would look like. So um, Dracula, ah. Dracula doesn't ha- he doesn't have to walk back to China. Somehow he just teleports back. Anyway, the uh, so he starts a hundred year reign of terror. So you get where the main uh, you may, the main story now starts. A hundred years past. We're now in nineteen oh four. Van Helsing is um, he's lecturing at a at a, a university, Chongqing University or something like that. I think it was called. And he's lecturing about vampires, and everybody's like, you're full of shit. You know, nobody believes him. He's like, you got to believe me. You got to believe me. There's only one guy that does. And this one guy happens to have heard of this village that's still being just just obliterated by these seven. Well, now it's six, because you learn from this guy in the past hundred years, after the seven vampires are back, a farmer realized, figured out a way to kill them. It's kind of a cheesy effect when he does, but... Uh, in trying to escape, he grabs this, like, all the seven Chinese vampires wear these giant golden bat, like, medallions. And whenever, if that if that medallion is removed, that's the source of their power, they just kind of disintegrate slowly. And so this Chinese guy, he, um, the, tr- the farmer, he steals one of the bats, he puts it in this Buddhist altar where the, the, uh, the vampires cannot retrieve. And so when they, when he does, he just bursts into flames. Now the vampires, the Chinese vampires, I don't know if this is like, I don't know. I'm not big on the well-versed in the lore of vampires in Asia. They definitely look quite different than the vampires that we would be accustomed to They're, I mean, they, they look, you know, they say that, that Dracula is the, the Lord of the undead. These actually look undead. They look like they look like zombies with fangs, essentially. Oatmeal on their face. With oatmeal on their face. <laughs> you could actually see their eyes behind the mask and everything. I like that. That's kind of a shitty but fun effect. <laughs> <laughs> but um and they wear these golden masks. They all have long hair and like their former robes of you know, maybe they were they were uh royalty or something in the past. They all wear robes and stuff like that. And they got this crazy like castle that they live in near this village with this fucking boiling cauldron, red cauldron with this setup around it. It's these like slanted, um, like metal metallic beds with a bevel in the middle. So that basically when the vampires bite women that they chain to these things, the blood runs down and and falls into this cauldron. I don't know what they're going to do with the cauldron. I don't know if they ever even say that, but it's bubbling. You can tell it's like the cheesy, it's uh, like dry ice in there, but you know, whatever. So, um, 
the you know you get that you see that the first time you get this ring of like bare asian feet around a bubbling pool <laughs> which is a pretty cool effect but uh and the the zombie so these the, when the farmer comes in he starts he starts causing some shit because he, he hears screaming from this castle he goes in there and um this is all in the flashback that that Hel- van helsing is learning about what's been going on but um he goes in there trying to rescue these women and in the process kills a vampire vampire and uh but the main guy well dracula but he's now the in the form of the shaman with but just with a green makeup on his face <laughs> he uh he starts summoning this farmer's running away he starts summoning all these zombies out of this lo- this graveyard just like he just banging on this gong over and over <laughs> and these zombies just come pouring out of the ground this movie like that's like this it was pretty fucking wild there like <laughs> this is pretty crazy but um the um th- this this one guy now he's he's at, the, basically van helsing is recruited for his assistance um i don't know that they know that it's dracula i don't know if i don't, I don't remember but um but you know so. they, they start making the journey because van helsing is the pro on vampires and he's going to go help these people with this uh, remote village and that's really kind of where the story that's how it's set up and where it starts um and the the story kind of then follows their kind of their trip through and they get a, they get accosted a few times because they're carrying this old medallion with them this bat medallion that's the vampires weren't able to get but the vampires know where it is and so they they're getting fucked with the entire trip there to the to the village and really what it turns into at the end is almost like a siege thing which is kind of neat too um but the uh, Oh yeah, I said. My one moment is Dracula is still in the shaman form. He must be thinking about how he had been doing it wrong all those centuries. So, the uh, the what, what's funny the difference between Dracula and these Chinese vampires. So, you know, you got you have the uh, the old Dracula t- uh, story. You know, he's he's a tall, handsome guy. He you know he uses powers to like maybe women will be horrified of him, but he kind of puts them under a spell, basically. These uh these Asian vampires they don't they don't they don't mess with any of that. One, they're ugly, and two, they come into this village and they just fucking just kill everybody all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, they're fucking riding horses too. <laughs> they ride horses. Yeah, they they there's none of that ruffle collar shit for them. They just come in and rape and pillage and plunder and with their zombie minions <laughs> and then they leave and they go and then bite a few people in the in the way. Um, there's a pretty awesome cave fight now we, we were we were complaining about the 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 kung fu in the last one it is certainly in this movie head and shoulders above the 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 level of martial arts in the the previous in stranger and the gunfighter that's not to say it's great it's not but at least there is quite a bit of fighting action in this one and you get it a few times there's a huge fight at the end there's a really cool fight in the cave i thought um, a cave showdown. I mean, even in the streets of the of the big city they're in, you get. <clears throat> I was really happy to see this, but you get this the hyper chrome like uh, Shaw Brothers weapons that, that they always did in their movies. Oh, <laughs> and the like GI Joes had fucking uh, be- better looking <laughs> fucking knives and shit. And the uh, but the, then you get that you get even get a Shaw Brothers like uh, the sword clash sound effect that they would always do, which I like too. Yeah, because there was no metal on metal sounds. Mm-mm. 
in this motherfucker. I, I liked when Van Helsing started fighting. I when he was just kind of standing back, I was like, God damn it! You well, know? yeah. Well, I'll tell you what the problem with that was. I I I imagine Van Helsing as being a very ingenuitive kind of guy. Like, of course, he has the 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 knowledge of vampires that he helps other people fight with and maybe this is this takes place at a later time in his life so he's not really capable of doing it but he doesn't have like he like he doesn't really have a kit for fighting vampires so much like i was expecting some holy water and shit like that he doesn't have any of that yeah. he i mean he's got a couple of like religious like icons that he carries with him but he doesn't like have stakes he doesn't have any kind of like firing weapon he doesn't really have anything he just relies on everybody else to fight around him which i didn't really kush is so fucking skinny his face looks like a fucking skeleton with just yeah. and, and he was pretty old in this because i'm telling when they showed him close up his eye you know when someone start i don't know if it's glaucoma or what when their when their eyes start getting kind of cloudy looking yeah glaucoma yeah, sort of. His eyes kind of look like that. Yeah, but I mean, he's really skinny. But the the, the cave fight, like I mentioned, you get some more of those really shitty bats. But they do do the the classic where the bat flies behind a rock and then the vampire jumps out of the other side. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, and that's where you get a lot of the corpses like deflating, which I thought was a neat effect. Um, there's a really cool moment I thought when the the one I don't remember which guy it was, but he. He does this like open thing, open hand chop into a, uh, a a zombie's chest, and when he pulls his hand back, like dust is just flying back out of the opening that he's left, and the, it gets pretty gory there at the end. Um, I even kind of winced at this one part with somebody on a bamboo spear, which was, yeah, Ooh, <laughs> that, yeah, that looks like it would hurt. Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, the the fight scenes were fun. I just I. Honestly, my biggest disappointment with this was 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 Peter Cushing's character. I thought I was I was really hoping he I, w- I was hoping his fighting would be a little more like witty and, and ingenuitive and not just I mean, he just fucking he fights with a torch the whole time. Yeah. Like that's like his thing. He just swings a torch around like keeping people at bay. And you know, maybe it's just that he was a little older at this point and that was kind of what he was doing. I don't know. But I wish he, I wish he brought a little more to the table than he ended up doing. Um, but the the final showdown again, like like with the previous movie, I, I like the I like the finale, even though it did it ends a little abruptly. But the whole the whole like siege thing at the end, I thought was was um, it was pretty crazy all over the place, like fires and people getting stabbed and stuff like that. And uh, the, you could tell the Shaw brothers had a little more influence in this one. I know with the previous one. There was like five production companies, and maybe Shaw was just a name on it. This one was a co, I think Shaw Hammer, and it really felt like a good meld between the two of them. Uh, you know, it's a, it was it was solid for me. So, what did you think? I know you didn't like it very much, but what did you? I, I wish it would have ended more abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, this was this was definitely. Um, I think if you looked at it from the perspective of so bad it's good, yeah, then you might enjoy it more. I mean, some of the goddamn fucking zombie things were coming up out of the ground, and the fucking rocks were like, I mean, they were so, <laughs> you could, obviously styrofoam. I mean, they're real light looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I was shitting myself. One of the funniest things was when all the, the horde of the undead started coming up from out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And they were fucking uh, boogieing. <laughs> you ever see when they were like bounce? Because they said like uh, I guess in 
in the uh, Asian movies that either like zombies or something like the that. The vampires hop. But they're, they're they hop. hop. Yeah. It looked funny as shit. It was like, what the fuck? Because they were just like, oh, yeah, hey, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> bouncing up and down and shit. I mean, honest to God, it was the stupidest looking shit. Now, um, the, the guys, like I said, the, the makeup on the, the – they, they wore these well, – I don't know why they felt the need to wear these fucking like metal masks, which weren't really metal because when Cushing picked it up, it looked like a, a plastic Lone Ranger mask or something. Um but they'd wear that, and then they had that 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 fucking uh, look like the, somebody took bondo or or oatmeal and just smeared it all over somebody's face and let it dry, and then put two of these uh, pointy fangs sticking out. So they look kind of ridic- ridiculous. Um, Cushing, like I said, he's he's so fucking skinny. I, I, I obviously though when he was up there talking before the uh the 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 uh scholars or whatever telling him about vampires and everything i mean he's a good actor and that's the thing you know he's making these turds like this and i you just have to you know i guess you just have either he needed the money or he just had a good sense of humor and just mm-hmm. wanted or something um the the only thing that i didn't like is when they i they they had like when they have this great big um, battles where there's just a, sh- a shitload of people fighting all at the same time, I don't like that as much because it's it's just kind of just you know you're just all over the place and distracted. You know, they had the the two guys that would always hold each other's hands while they were fighting, <laughs> yeah. watching each other's backs, and then they kind of uh, they kind of wrapped that up when they when something happened to them and you know they yeah, they yeah. Did their little, little fight or thing or whatever. Um, like you said about some of the um, the, the axes and <laughs> I like the they look dumb, but I like those. Yeah, they, they they look really cheesy. I can't imagine that that they put very much money into this fucking thing at all. No, no, there's no way. But I think that's that's par for the course. With now, a lot of Shaw Brothers movies didn't even weren't even filmed outdoors, so it's definitely a step up there. Maybe they used some hammer money, which you know, quote unquote, hammer money. To actually get some like even, even though the, the 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 Shaw Brothers movies that are shot on sets and stuff like that, I still fucking like the look of them. I don't know. Maybe it's just a nostalgia thing yeah. for me, or whatever. But um, I don't know. And, and I like I said in the last review when we were talking about that one, and I said this one, I just remember a lot of really cool choreographed, uh, you know, fucking kung fu. Well, yeah, and this did uh, not have the choreography, and I think the yeah. fighting—it it really seemed like the fighting in both of these movies was definitely more catered to a Western audience. Yeah, I don't think that either of these movies was was made with a a Hong Kong uh, audience in mind, and it was—it's obvious that the Shaw Brothers movies were made for Hong Kong audiences. I mean, it took Bruce Lee, I think, getting martial arts movies even across the sea to America. Yeah. You know. I don't think a lot of those movies were even known at all until into the well, until after Bruce Lee did his thing and then into the 80s when some of them would come out here, yeah. probably dubbed. This is obviously made at at the very least with well, this and the previous one were made at the very least with uh, a European audience in mind and probably even probably even American audiences in mind as well, um, where and this is 74, so this is still pretty pretty early on and as far as kung fu goes here 
definitely pre Chuck Norris and pre um I don't know. When when did Bruce Lee's movies come out here to get popular? Uh, they're right like around this time. So, yeah, so yeah. I mean it's 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 close, but they're probably still making it more a gen, more general instead of a actual martial arts kind of extravaganza. It's more just fighting for you know for action's sake. Well, you had um, not only did you have Van Helsing, Professor Van Helsing, you had his son Leland Van Helsing, who was a fucking douche. But you had um, he was pretty worthless. Yeah, you had you had a a, a mixture of. Um, of cultures with the love affairs because Leland falls for this, you know, the, the main Asian chick. And then, um, uh, what's his name? David Chang. He fell, falls for, uh, Mrs. Uh, Vanessa Buren, who was like this, uh, uh, Norwegian, uh, rich chick that kind of financed everything, I guess. And, uh, now the, the, it, it, Brought to mind when we were talking about, or uh, Gentleman's Guide was talking about the man from Hong Kong and Jimmy Wang Yu, mm-hmm. and how he didn't like um, he didn't like uh, uh, Caucasian women, and, <laughs> and he would like eat an onion or something like that before he'd kiss him. When uh, when this um, Leland Van Helsing went to kiss, um, uh, I guess her name in the movie was uh, Make Make Kwai. Or as it says, as Shihi Zhu, whatever. But they go to kiss, and she looked about as interested <laughs> in kissing him as as if somebody would have fucking gave her a sh- uh, dog shit sandwich to eat, because she just had. I mean, it was like he looked like he was trying to get into it, and she was just like, um, "Now, Mrs. Van Buren, I thought it was pretty funny." Um, they were walking toward that the, the the city that was under siege by these vampires, and um, she she has like this little like wrap or something on, and as they're walking, she just looks and, and you know just takes basically takes it off and just throws it to the ground. It's like okay, like you don't think that what like it might get cold again or something, <laughs> but I'm glad she did because she just oh, had like. Yeah. Looked basically like a white undershirt and no bra, mm-hmm. and so her boobies were looking pretty good. Um, that was the highlight. I think her tits were the highlight, and I like pushing. <laughs> I, I, I like watching him, but I mean, this was really a fucking. I, I, I wish in in a, the few things that I've seen where the Shaw brothers teamed up with Hammer. Yeah. It seems like I, you know, I think Bryn and I did a movie, and I can't remember which one it was, and and I read something about that where, like, when they ended up doing it, um, it would either be kind of one way or the other, where one of them would would uh, want to basically take control, yeah, and and you'd see more of the, uh, uh, uh of the the influence from a certain production from company from one over the other yeah and and they butted heads and shit like that i feel like this was a pretty good hybrid though i mean it had a lot of fight action in it and it also had a lot of like hammer stuff in it as far as the gore and, and i just the, wish that the martial arts would have been uh a little more martial arts yeah, yeah yeah and i wish that the uh, i didn't like the cuz i i'll watch i i don't mind uh hammer horror um I, but I just I didn't like the costuming for and but then but then again that might be what um, 
like you said, Asian vampires, Asian zombies, that might be what, because even Van Helsing said, you know, I fought Dracula, but that was over here in Europe and, and you know, uh, Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what's going to be different over here. So they, they, that's probably what they look like and probably how they portray them. But it, they, it looked really cheesy, low budget, really cheesy. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> um, you got anything else? Nah. All right, we can rate it. Um, okay. I, 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 I liked this movie. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great, but it was a simple little, simple little movie. It was a good, uh, a good hybrid, I think, between a, a Hammer style horror and uh, and a martial arts movie. Um, I wish it was a little more, maybe that's my bias, but I wish it was a little more weighted towards the martial arts side of things, but you know, and, from, and yeah, I get the exact opposite. I wish it was more, you wish it was more hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't either. It wasn't, it was just a fine line in the middle, but it still worked for me. Um, I give it a, I give it a 6.75. I thought it was pretty good. I would give this a three. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that bad? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was better than You just waited. I, you know what it is. You just waited too long, and you were in a shitty mood, no, and it messed up your viewing of it. You would have uh, liked this better if you watched this earlier in the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> three. Honest to God, I was like, when you said, the, uh, the, the, don't worry, the other one's better, and then I swear to God, I was watching, and I was like, I think when he said better, he meant shorter. <laughs> Short, well, it definitely is shorter, about <laughs> 10 minutes. And I'm glad because I was watching it and I was like, gosh, you know, hell, it seemed like in no time I was 45 minutes into it. I was like, hell, I only got 40 more minutes. Yes. See? No, oh, it was bad. Come on. It was turd. <sighs> All right. Well, let's take a break and come back and do, <laughs> speaking of turds, let's come back and do some feed sack. We'll be right back. <laughs> Did you know that Asian people prefer being called Orientals? Did you know that Ching Chong Ting Tong is a respectful salutation in all Asian cultures? Did you know that paper cuts can cause massive arterial sprays in Orientals? No? Well then you should listen to Podcast Without Honor and Humanity, the internet's fourth best Asian film podcast. Every week your host, Jake McLarchuge, will cover two Asian films that can range from the obscure to the notorious. From a Sonny Chiba werewolf film to a splattergore atrocity. From Category 3 to the Korean New Wave and beyond. Tune in at the website podcastwithouthonorandhumanity.libsyn.com. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. Or you can just search Podcast Without Honor and Humanity in iTunes. So give Podcast Without Honor and Humanity a shot and get cultured.
not a lot this week, but something. Um, I will uh, mention, um, uh, so Armin, now he'll have to let me know if I'm saying his name right, but Armin wrote us, um, he, uh, he gave us a list of films that he would, uh, four movies that he would like that basically star that his, that feature his favorite German actors, um, Jürgen Vogel and Gets George. So, um, what I might do is post the four options on the uh, Facebook group. Um, so we'll do a German double from Armin at some point and uh, we'll let everybody vote on it um, and see, see what movies they like the best. So cool. Thanks for the suggestions though. Thanks for the, thanks for that. That's cool. All right. Our first feed sack. Here we go. Ha ha. You see, you're moaning about Charlize Theron in Prometheus and she's got the, the good ball over her hair when she gets out of stasis and the other fellas don't. But perhaps it's because she's in her fancy pod, that like life pod that she has all her fancy things and the pictures and everything so that she can have a sustained life for, for whatever it is, three years. So maybe she has a special type of goop to keep her skin so beautiful. Special the others are just goop. The scientists and they just get dumped into the crowd. So ha ha ha. Prometheus is still wonderful. Yeah. Ooh, he he saved it. I was worried there. I was really I was really feeling the hate. I like he... Prometheus. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, <laughs> I watched it again the other day. I didn't even put it on my list because I watched it and I watched Dread again. So have you seen Dread or Prometheus more? <laughs> Dread. <laughs> I need to. Oh, I bought the uh, I bought the Blu-ray set. Of, um, of, uh, fuck. If you put Dread, Prometheus, and Drive on a fucking box set, <laughs> and and the Honky Tonk Man on the road to the Honky Tonk Man, I'd never leave the house. Um, what is the fucking uh, uh, Bruce Willis fucking movies? I just Die fucking, Hard. Die, what is wrong with my head? Um, I bought the Die Hard Blu-ray set. Um. For twenty five bucks on Amazon, it's 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 the first four movies, not the most recent, not this year's, but the first four movies, and like some kind of special like thing that's never been released before, like documentary type thing, or like behind the scenes or something. So it was pretty awesome. I got a good deal. I got it on Amazon Prime. It came in two days, so I gotta I gotta break that thing open. I'm excited. I just haven't had a chance because of break fucking, it out. Break it out. Maybe I can do that. Eh, probably not tonight. I got to get up in the morning and fucking work again. Fuck that! You can do that shit in your sleep. Yeah, I don't have a Blu-ray player in my bedroom. That's, like, that, do you that think that you'd change. hate those fucking people any less if you got sleep? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, the the hard part is actually standing there and acting interested yeah. uh, <laughs> when I'm fucking beat. All right, next feed sack. Hey. Fucking the day day after it happened, I was fucking up walking around like normal. Fucking, fuck, 
I'm sly. I'm fucking, I'm better than fucking broken bones, you know? I fucking got perfect mastery of every part of my body, unlike you, fucking chugging your fucking beer and being all fucking gross, you know? <laughs> so, fucking, yeah. You know, I'm, Dr. Zyle, I'm not ashamed of that shit, you know? I let Stone Cold fucking do that shit to me just to show him how bad his lie is, you know? Fucking, if I'd done that to Stone Cold, you wouldn't fucking... See him again, he'd just be like crying back. Oh, damn you, move my back. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I'm sly. I'm the best. I'm the fucking greatest fucking action star of all time, you know? Yeah. Uh. 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 Ooh, he was down to business this week. Man, I really hope, I really, really hope Stone Cold does not call in in response. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get an email from him instead that'd be nice <laughs> uh, did you have anything to say to Sly he, he was calling you out a little bit there uh, I wasn't even paying <laughs> alright last feed sack hey dudes it's uh, Scott calling from Toronto I'm calling about your baseball show thought it was just great yeah. Uh, yeah. Field of Dreams is one that was in. I was in high school when it came out, and it, you know, it just we had just read the book Shoeless Joe in school, like literally months before the uh, movie came out. So it just kind of hit at the right time. Um, checked a lot of boxes for me, but I, I bet if I went back and looked at it now, uh, it probably wouldn't hold up. But you know, there's a few emotionally manipulative moments, like uh, the bit with the the girl choking that I, I know probably will still get to me. Um, but yeah, I gotta agree that oh, everything Amy Madigan does in that movie is just ridiculously annoying with all that sixties <laughs> woo woo stuff. She had better tits. It would have been imagine Costner must have been like twelve during uh, summer sixty seven or something. Anyhow, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the book is a good one if you haven't read it uh, by W. P. Kinsella, who's actually a Canadian author. In and fans of the movie or the book might want to check out another book he wrote called The Iowa Baseball Confederacy which is about um, this baseball game that just goes on and on and on and on and on. And if you think Field of Dreams, Shoeless Joe is out there, man, this one is way out there in the world of sort of magic realism. Uh, last thing I want to mention, I think Zom mentioned he he saw that Harry uh, Nielsen documentary. Yeah, I watched it about a year ago. thought it was just fantastic. And I think any good music documentary, you know, if it's uh, an artist you don't know that well, it makes you want to run out and... And, and grab some tunes, and, and I know I did that with Nielsen. I had a bit of it in the house growing up as a kid with my parents with a couple records. Um, but I didn't know just uh, how much impact he had on the world. Anyhow, rambling, uh, everything you guys do is awesome. That is all. Thanks. He obviously hasn't heard this show. Yeah, um, that was our number 11 listener. <laughs> <laughs> so we've heard from everybody now. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, thanks, dude. Uh, check out his uh, their his show, Married with Clickers. Um, Clickers. They're in the middle of their. Uh, well, no, they just finished up their uh, their. What was it? The Arm Armageddon? No, what? How, what did they? What was it called? Their theme for May. Shit, I don't remember. I just they were doing the uh, the thing for the Red Cross. So I mean, yeah, if you yeah. uh, can uh, get but, on there and uh, download their stuff. Well, May's over though, so I guess it's over. May. You missed it. Sorry. But yeah, check out Married with Clickers. Um, I think they'll be covering a movie that was on our radar very soon. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, as far as let's see, Prometheus. As far as Prometheus goes, no. Drive. <laughs> um, right. What are they covering? Um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it in case it's a okay. surprise for them. I'll tell you after we for, after we finish. Um, I've not seen the Harry Nielsen thing, so I know you. That's you, good. You dug yeah, it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I just haven't watched so much of anything lately. And then um, Netflix Instant, by the way. The uh, with the baseball thing, I wish I, I I wish with Field of Dreams that I that's one that I wish that I'd seen at a different point in my life. You always have a list of movies that you catch at the right time, and then ones you catch at the wrong time. Mm. Field of Dreams wasn't bad, but I think I would have liked it a lot more. At, if I'd seen it when I was like 16, you know, I don't know. I might've, I might've had a different reaction to it and it might've, you know, the nostalgia might've carried it over. Not that, like I said, you you know, you can go back and listen to the review and I thought it was a perfectly fine movie. I did like, I did like uh, a league of their own better just because of the amount of baseball in it. But I don't know. Tonally it was a little weird off for me. So there's other movies like that that I'm afraid to revisit now because of <laughs> like yeah. and I talked about you, that. You have one. such fond memories, and now you're going to go back and watch them and be like, "Man, what was I thinking?" Yeah, like fucking the movie Memphis Bell. Is, it makes me think of that because when I was in when I was a teenager, for some reason, I watched that movie so much. I don't. I've never seen it. That was the first VHS I bought when I, after I owned my own VCR. Like when I went off to college and I bought a VCR of my own, that was the first VHS I bought. <laughs> And I don't know why, but I fucking wore it out, man. And the first VCR I ever bought was right before I had no money. I was in college, freshman year of college. The Dolphins were playing, I think, the 49ers in the fucking Super Bowl. And I told my roommate, I said, you know what? This credit card I have, you don't even have to fucking pay. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into that shit, I ran to like Sears and bought like a fucking VCR for maybe like Three hundred bucks or something like that, <laughs> which is ridiculous considering yeah. now you can get one at Walmart for like thirty bucks or something. Yeah, and because I said I'm gonna, and I got two blank VHS tapes, so I'm gonna tape the fucking Super Bowl, and <clears throat> the Super Bowl came on, and I think they ran two plays. The cable went off, and oh. it didn't come on until the game was over. <laughs> but I still have those two blank. VHSs, and I know one of them has the Peck and Paw James Conn movie, The Killer Elite, <laughs> and Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. And I can't remember what's on the other shit, but I mean, you know, just a hodgepodge of stuff. Because when you get your first VCR, you're like, oh, there's a hot chick on TV, and you'll tape like two minutes of a hot chick, <laughs> and then you'll, oh, there's there's a you know some a, a football thing or something. I'll I, tape this one thing. You know? I fucking wore out the tape of we had we we had recorded uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation. And I wore it out in the scene in Germany when the tick, chick takes shakes her tits out. I would yeah. try to, I'd try to pause it on there and look between the static lines. It's, it stretched the fucking tape. Yeah, yeah, I wore that fucking tape out. And we had this other tape. And it's amazing the things you'd put up with then. But this is one my grandmother did for us. And it was, uh, she recorded Empire Strikes Back on HBO because we didn't have cable at the time. And, um, the her something fucked up with the recording and the, it started with uh Luke almost getting stepped on in the fuck when he was trying to fix yeah. his ship during the at at scene so like basically the first like 15 minutes of the movie were not there and i watched the fucking i watched the shit out of it I didn't care oh uh, yeah it was fun so anyway that was it for feedback 
Um, so you could always send us feed sack to two zero six three three nine sixteen hundred or silver gold podcast at gmail dot com. Um, find us on iTunes. Find us on our website at silverandgold.com and on Stitcher. You know where you have our stream on there as well. Um, and join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash silver and gold. Uh, we talk about all kinds of shit over there. Um, next week on the show, um, we're going to do, let me see, I'm going to credit him properly. This was the one I pulled out of my ass at the last second when I saw someone post about it on the Gentleman's Guide group. Um, sorry, this is intriguing. He's pulling something out Riddling. of his ass as we speak. And it's stinky. Um, Corey on the group has dubbed it the short-sleeved button-down rampage double feature. Damn, that's a long <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're doing um, a uh, Anthony Wong movie, Taxi Hunter, from or D. Shi Pan Guan, D. Shi Pan Guan from 1993, Madam Tao, um, Taxi Hunter, and uh, we're gonna do Falling Down, also from 1993, Joel Schumacher and Michael Douglas. So Owen, Robert Duvall, the the guy who I wish was my uncle, but I probably would hate if I knew in real life. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I know some of his politics. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Falling Down and Taxi Hunter for next week. Um, I think that's about all I got. Yeah. I'm going to go. We maybe stretched I'll, it out long enough. I mean, we. we, yeah, we have, it's a short show this week, but what can you do? Neither one of us were in the mood to do this horse shit. We just do this it. This could you have guys been like a 10 minute show. <laughs> you assholes just make us come back week after week. We feel obligated. No, wait, no. What? I don't know. We like doing it. It just sometimes it's hard to get up for when the movies are just kind of blue. It's hard to get up. Could yeah. get it up. Uh, so hopefully the movies next week will be a little more exciting. So short show this week. Um, maybe I'll go watch uh, uh, Wise, Wise Blood instead of uh, oh, instead of, dude. Instead of Die Hard. Watch Wise Blood and watch The Gambler. Because I can get Hulu I, uh, in the bedroom. I want to do that. Wise Blood is fucking awesome. I'll do that. Going to watch Wise Blood. Zom, do you have anything you else? Rep- and then you can report back next week. Yeah. Do you have anything else, sir? Uh, I'm just looking at Alice's uh, ass. Uh, no, I don't have anything else. Alrighty. Well, I hope our weeks are better. We love you all. Thank you for the feed sack and listening and all that fun stuff. You guys rule. Um, until next week, this is Loaf Hoot. Thanks,